Welcome to the Color Auntie Podcast. My name is Grace, joined by my co-host, Kozan. And we are so glad that you're here with us. We're just your northern girls trying to live our best life. We're here to help you through those dreadful morning commutes, or if you're just wanting to hear Quay out of things you may be experiencing, because both Quay and I have been there. We don't really know what we're doing in life, but we're hoping to figure it out with you along the way. <laughs> yeah. So listen, your podcast aunties love ya. everyone. Welcome back to the Call Her Auntie podcast. Uh, my name is Grace. I'm joined by my co-host, Lizance, and we're happy to be back with another episode. And we we're hope, happy. we're wondering, <laughs> we hope that maybe you're tuning in because you saw us MC Humber College's virtual Indigenous education gathering. And knowledge it, gathering. Knowledge is gathered. Oh my god! <laughs> Once you guys hear my check-in, you'll know why I'm like so tired. But um, who who knows? Maybe somebody's listening because they heard us on there. So, or maybe you're a longtime listener and you're just checking in to see what your aunties have been up to. Regardless of which one you are, we're so glad you're here today. We are, yeah, and we hope we don't disappoint. <laughs> <laughs> So Grace, tell me what you've been up to. Okay, so I've been so busy. Um, it was Nico's birthday yesterday, so he turned five years old. Uh, the cutest thing. So like Friday evening, I went and got everything ready. Like went out shopping, loot bag stuff, balloons, all that. And then, um, so like right before I went to bed Friday night, I kind of blew up balloons. He had a big Spider-Man one with his name on it. And then I had a gift laid out for him. So like when he woke up, we ordered some McDonald's breakfast. He loves like the pancakes. And then we went downstairs and he was so like shocked by like the balloons. That was like his favorite part was the balloons, especially one with his name on it because he can read now and he knows like what. So I knew that was something that he would really like. And he was so grateful. He's like, mommy, I love this. Thank you so much. And I was like, oh, so he was so happy about that. And then he had a birthday party with friends at like a sports dome with bouncy castles. And sadly, that Spider-Man balloon, some kid had it and it got off like the anchor and it is up on the ceiling. So, and like Nico like didn't notice, but then when we got home, he's like, mommy, we forgot the balloon. And I was like, yeah and he's like oh we'll get it when we go to flag football this week and I'm like he's gonna see it like for into the next coming weeks at at football so that was a lot of fun and then we went to a tiger cat game after which is football which was a lot of fun and then today we're just having some family over for a quick dinner but I've been just cleaning my house and I'm super tired so it's been a busy weekend. How are you? I am feeling great. I said last week, I was like, back on my bullshit. But I'm like, I'm just checking something just happened. Can you hear me okay still? Yeah, you kind of cut out a little bit. Like, yeah, let me just double check something. Sorry, everybody. Okay, yeah, I should be still good. Um, but I'm, I'm back on. 
my bullshit now. For real. (laughs) For real. Like I've done it. I went back to spin class. I haven't been in like, I don't know, a year since the last lockdown. I am going to hot yoga. I am like my gym and my condo is opening up for like all hours. So I'll be able to go in the morning because that was a hard thing for me going back to work was that I couldn't go at the hours where they're open because I'm commuting. And, but now I'm so grateful that it's in my building. Um, and then I went out for dinner and to hang at the Christmas market in the distillery district with one of my old friends. So, um, if you follow me or if you know me, I hang out with this girl, Chrissy, a lot. And she's my friend, AJ's older sister that I met through basketball. And then I moved here and like Chrissy kind of reached out to me. It was like, hey, let's go to these games. And so I went to a whole bunch of games with her and we grew our friendship. But it all started from her little sister, AJ. And I just like am so grateful and I'm so like reminded about how special relationships are that you find through sport because it's like we spent 75% of the 365 days together we spent 6 a.m to to like 10 p.m together on the road like running drills like I would run my ass off doing um there and backs to get under that like one minute mark so that we all didn't have to run like you're giving you're exerting yourself for the team for other people and they all have your back as well so like that type of I don't know camaraderie uh bond um it's something like but the thing about it is I always feel like I can read someone's mind like with Erica I know what she's thinking with my teammates I'm like oh yeah if something happens I know we all know what we're going to do next so um that was really nice to see her again and to remember like friendships some friendships you don't talk to all the time but like you know they have your back you know like that they would give anything for you and I'm like really grateful to be reminded of that because I haven't seen her in a long time like you know how we've all kind of been distant from friends because of COVID but even before that like I think the last time I saw her was 2017 maybe oh wow yeah so it's been a long time but I'm grateful for that and being reminded about that and then I think about my other friendships and relationships that I have and I'm like um happy (laughs) like when I think about how we became friends and I'm like I don't really know how to make I always say this I don't know how to make friends but somehow when I do I think I have really quality friends (laughs) yeah totally I think it like yeah making friends is kind of like a because it was like we focused on making friends so much when we were younger and then I find like now as adults you either click or you don't and then yeah like so I've been kind of yeah I kind of made a new friend over the past month which has been kind of cool and um it, it it does take like one person just be like oh yeah, like, let's plan this, let's do that. And then it's like, oh, okay, cool. Um, What have you been like, or I'll go, our Netflix update as per usual. Um, 
I've been watching, I finished Tiger King season two. It was only about five episodes. That was good. Not as crazy as the first one, but. Only five? Only five episodes. Yeah. They're like 45 minutes long. So yeah, no, it it was good. You kind of learned more about like each of the characters and whatnot. So yeah. What have you been watching? So I watched Adele's concert on Prime and um, that was really cool. I watched today, this morning, I woke up and walked because I, so this weekend too, like I, I have a dinky little tree. So I put up my Christmas tree. I started to put up decorations. I started to like do a deep clean of my house. Um, just like getting ready for the end of the year and like a new year to start. So then I was in the Christmas mood and I watched the princess swap three <laughs> and it's like the cheesiest thing in the world. Like Vanessa Hudgens is the protagonist, the antagonist, the supporting character. She, she's like, oh, there's three movies of that. Like it's and so how do we keep watching her. <laughs> yeah, but I do it. I'm Clearly like, people like you just keep watching it that they're like, okay, we're ramping up for an, another one. There's going to be Princess Swap 4. Thanks yeah, to you. <laughs> like, they're all their cousin from Romania. I don't know. <laughs> but I, like, buckled up this morning. I was like, I'm ready. I'm ready. Um, <laughs> so that's what I did. And then I'm going to be repotting some plants. Um, Put them into my den. I have big plants today. Yep. Big plants. That's what I did last weekend is I repotted plants. It honestly took me like all day, but it was like kind of therapeutic. Like, I don't know. It was nice to just kind of have like a job like that, that I was kind of enjoyable. I like this one quote. It's like, um, date a girl who has a lot of plants because they already know how to take care of useless, a useless being (laughs) or a useless item. And like in relation to guys. And I'm like, "Hmm, okay. Yeah. (laughs) oh boy so let's get into like the meat of our episode right Um, if you are one of those listeners that tuned in this week to the virtual indigenous knowledge gathering we were emceeing and we gave the land acknowledgement and we kind of gave a like a bit of a educational piece about why it's important but of course, they didn't give us a whole hour like we requested. <laughs> Rude. <laughs> Rude, but that's why we have podcasts. So we tried to get everyone to come <laughs> listen. And we said that we'd talk about it a little bit more because we know yeah. that it's it's something that a lot of places are doing. Um, I'm also hearing a lot of people are saying like there is no like, like it's almost becoming too much of a thing that it's like losing its importance but we still think um at least how we give land acknowledgements like we try not to just read off a piece of paper um we really try to relate to the land that we do live on and everyone can relate like what what do you do for work we're like what do you do most often where do you go to like spend your time and like enjoy your time so I think um it's important to relate to the land and also understand your treaty. So we'll dive into that. Mm -hmm. And then I just want to like 
reiterate what you were saying though about like how it's being too often or too much done and like people kind of glaze over and out and you can't just like read a script like I know I've heard of that basketball games and I'm like so grateful that the MLSC is answering one of the calls to reconciliation because that that was one of the that was one of the things that the TRC had recommended and I'm like it's really yeah you can't read it it's really important to do your own to speak critically and really look at the words that you're saying so when me and Grace did our land acknowledgement for the IK VIKG 2021 we are visitors here we like didn't grow up here we are not a part of any of the communities here so it was important for us to talk about where we came from first and we came from the north and Mm -hmm. we talked about the treaties that we were a part of and we're kind of going to do that again and a little bit of a deeper dive now that you're here but we want to tell you that like a land acknowledgement is important because it's a reminder every day of that the community and government on your behalf and our leaders on our behalf came together and signed an agreement to guarantee us rights for letting people stay mm-hmm. and part of it is like education part of it is um annuities part of it is like all these stuff but we're holding up our bargain and the Canadian government isn't so mm-hmm. that's why we need to talk about them that's why they need to be more meaningful that's why you can't just read it from a script so mm-hmm. Grace, do you want to tell me about Gull Bay's treaty? <laughs> of course, yeah. So um, if you're a new listener, I'm from Gull Bay First Nation, um, which is about two and a half hours from Thunder Bay. I grew up in Thunder Bay most of my life, but visited often to both Gull Bay and Armstrong, White Sand First Nation. So um, my treaty is the Robinson Superior Treaty. Um, and it's a Robinson, Robinson Treaty for the Superior, Lake Superior region, commonly called the Robinson Superior Treaty. <laughs> it was entered into agreement on September 7th, hey, which is my sister's birthday, 1850, at Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario, between Ojibwa chiefs inhabiting the northern shore of Lake Superior from Pigeon River to Batchewana Bay, and the Crown, represented by a delegation headed by William Benjamin Robinson. It is registered at the Crown Treaty number 60. Quay, what's your treaty? Oh, you want to know about mine? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay, so I'm from Garden River First Nation, the Bawating region. You know, I'm always loud and proud about where I'm from. Um, but my community is the Robinson Huron Treaty region. And it's for the Lake Huron region, like kind of like not kind of just like yours. Um, and it was made into an agreement two days later in Sault Ste. Marie between our chiefs in the North Shore of Lake Superior from Batchewana to the Sioux and then um, east, the eastern and northern regions of Lake Huron from like the Sioux to Penetanguishing. And um yeah so that's where I grew up that's what I I always knew about our treaty and I think one time we like looked it up one day at work we were like so bored we were like oh what are the treaty details and it's like yeah two dollars a year then it was like 
and one rake and a chicken. And we were like, what the fuck? Where's our chickens? And I was like, I'm owed how many years of fucking rakes? Like, you know how much they cost at the Home Depot? Like, send that shit Canada. Why are you not? True. Oh, my God. Everyone got chickens? Like, every treaty? No. Or was it just your area? We were looking it up. I think it was your area. There was, like, a chicken or a cow. It was, like, some animal. And then, so then, in that agreement, we also said, okay, we'll take this plot of land. And, like, both of ours were like, yeah, we'll take this plot plot of land. And, like, here are the rules and here are the guidelines. Um, But... It's not, and then I think, like, also, if you want to get, like, factual, factual, we were each given a one-time payment of, like, 2,160 pounds, so I don't know at that time, well, how much, like, I don't, I don't really know a lot about money, but I know that in 2019, it was equal to 335,000 in American money, which is we're in Canada, so that's more. But that was back then. And then it was distributed amongst the, the communities within the treaty. And then an annual payment of 600 pounds um, to each band without inflation. And so Canada has never um, adjusted that rate because of inflation. So then we're getting fucked again. And yeah. I'm like, people think we have it so great. People think it's like this best thing, but I'm like, Hey, well, maybe at the end of the land acknowledgements, we should say these payments are outstanding. Yeah. So was it in pounds because it's British currency in pounds? Well, what does that funky L mean? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, like I, I looked it up and I was like, it's an L. It's a weird L. So I just assumed it was pounds. Pound sterling is yeah the uk um because yeah because it was the uk okay yeah you're right interesting so um just to back it up again it's like you didn't take law or you have um not really a uh if you really want to know what like a treaty is it's a legal binding agreement between two nations. So our communities came together as sovereign nations to make a deal with Canada. And they, it, it defines our ongoing rights and obligations from all sides. So it outlines like, we're surrendering lands. We're saying you can live here. We're like saying, yeah, come hang with us. But it's not being reciprocated. Yeah, And then on top of that, when you get into like things like the Indian Act, it's like they got us twisted because they tried to do systematic racist policies that said, if you left your reserve, you have to surrender your, your status. If you married out, you surrender your status. So they were trying to keep us in this little piece of land, but that's when things like land registration or like blood quantum or like all those things get me so fired up because I'm like you tried to hate on us so bad and we can't keep hating on each other from not for not being like on reserve off reserve because those are like colonial thoughts I'm always from Garden River no matter if I'm in the UK 
or if I'm in Portugal or Cuba, you can't tell me I'm not a band, like that's not my community. Yeah. You can't, you can call me off reserve all you want, but that's a colonial thought. Totally. Now I'm fired up. <laughs> Where he's fired up. I'm going to go tell everybody at Starbucks after this. Oh, my God. I'm just kidding. So we mentioned earlier how, you know, some people are seeing the land acknowledgements not being so important anymore because they're, they feel people are just throwing it in wherever and mm-hmm. just reading off a script. So we want to talk about how it's important, why it's important to do a land acknowledgement. And like we said in our opening for the virtual IKG, we said they're honest and historically accurate way to recognize the traditional First Nation, Métis, and or Inuit territories of a place. Our audience knows the importance inherent rights that we have to do this, that we have to this land, whether it is its rights, like in a treaty or the connection we have to the land. Mm -hmm. Like when I think about like my rights to the land, I'm like, you can't tell me that Garden River Trap Rock is not mine. Like you can't tell me that. What is that Kanye song? Like, can't tell me nothing. You can't tell me nothing. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like that's my connection and that's my right to that land. Regardless of a treaty, I'm like, that's mine. Those trees are mine. Yeah. And because they're mine, I have to take care of them. <laughs> and that's another story. <laughs> Those chickens but, that were owed are ours. Yeah, they're ours. <laughs> and like that sack of potatoes that was in that tree that I'm supposed to get once a month, that's mine. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but um and bringing it back now so we give you a lot of info we give you like about the treaties that we come from because those are very important um because those are ours and then we talked about like what a treaty is and like how it's a binding contract and how some some sides i.e canadian government side are not living up to their what they agreed to but we want to bring it back now to talk about this area that we're in to come down here and this this locale and the treaty in this region you might have heard of it before mount royal (laughs) (laughs) okay that backstory is like mount royal university in calgary I was trying to talk about Mount Royal, but I don't know when I say Mount Royal, it's like Montreal. So I said like Mount Royal. And then I got everyone confused about the location of something because my word, my verbiage gets con- complicated sometimes. <laughs> I get complicated. Okay. Okay, wait. Our, lo- our locale. Our locale. Um it's the dish with one spoon, and it's the treaty between the Anishinaabek, the Mississaugas, and the Haudenosaunee, and that bound them to share the treaty and protect this land. So as little homies coming in, we're like, okay, we're down with this too. How are we going to protect it? How are we going to take care of it? Because all subsequent Indigenous nations and people, like 
all y'all all y'all immigrants even if you you're not first generation one of your family members is still an immigrant so all y'all immigrants and newcomers have been invited into this treaty and then with a dish with one spoon it's in the spirit of peace friendship and respect and i think for you and me we came in here with respect being grateful that we 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 can we have the opportunity to be here yeah totally well, it was just like, I think, you know, I feel so, un, maybe you feel like this, like uncultured living in Thunder Bay, like even just like with the f- different food, like I've never had a shawarma until like I moved down here. And that's how we should look at it anywhere we move that it's so different. Like even as in, you know, we're still you know, like both Quay and I are Anishinaabe and we're from up north and we moved in this within the same pro province, but there are still so many other nations to recognize and we're recognizing this, the spaces that we live in um, as well. And, you know, you wouldn't think that just like moving within the same province or like Quay was like eight hours away from you, but anywhere you move. So like what I'm saying is anywhere you move, like really look into the history of the treaty um, because you might just be surprised. Mm -hmm. So if you want to do any further deep diving after this episode, every region in Canada has a treaty. There are some communities that are unseated and that means that they didn't sign an agreement. Um, And we challenge you to explore wherever you're listening from. If you're in the States, um, we don't really know a lot about the state stuff. So maybe we'll have to ask somebody who's living over there or there to tell, explain like that system. But you can check out a virtual accessible map on ontarios.ca forward slash treaties to find and learn more about like where you're at, like in my or in Winnipeg, like check it out. Totally. And um, we hope you learned a little bit um, about our treaty info session. um, (laughs) I promise. So um, thank you all for tuning in. Let us know if you guys watch Tiger King or the Adele special. Yeah, give us some tips on what to watch next. We already recommend Princess Swap 3 and Princess Swap Swap 4 when it comes out. Oh, Jesus. Let's hope not. <laughs> Just kidding. Until next time. Toodaloo. So, your podcast, Andy's, know that life can be tough. And we want to end our episode with promoting the Hope for Wellness talk line. The Hope for Wellness um, helpline offers immediate help to all Indigenous people across Canada. It is available 24 hours a day, seven days a week to offer counseling and crisis intervention. Life can be tough and we've all been there. So call the toll-free helpline at 1-855-242-3310 or connect online to their chat at hopeforwellness.ca. And remember that your podcast entities love you.